0: My name is Debbie Vallejo, and welcome to Noisy Narratives, where we cut through the noise of our lives and get to the heart of what really matters. And I am here today along with Christy Williams and and I'm Brittany Green, and we are so excited to have Brittany with us. She is our girls' minister here at Frisco First. She works works with our. Sixth through 12th grade girls. Yes. Um, so, and even some college girls, I think, a yeah. lot of the times. College falls under us. Mm-hmm. Yes. We'll count we'll, that's right. They all have fun. We're super excited and always real proud of our student ministers here at Frisco First with their outreach and their community involvement and their love of our kiddos. So, we want to talk to Brittany today about it, what it means to be a girl growing up. In today's culture, not just what it means to be a girl, what it means to be a girl growing up today, today, in today's culture, um, you know, what girls are worrying about right now? What do you see through your ministry? All different kinds of fun questions. We're just excited to have her here.
1: (laughs) I have my phone turned off.
0: (laughs) Do as I say, not as I do. Anyway, so we're going to just kind of tell us first um, about yourself. Brittany, kind of introduce yourself. Tell us kind of where you grew up and um, how you got involved in ministry. Um, kind of your backstory. Give us your
1: back story. Yeah. Um, I grew up, surprisingly, in Frisco and grew up at FBC all my life, actually. Um, and so how I got involved in ministry was the Lord just called me in ninth grade to do. It was a very clear, distinct call of like overseas missions, going to live in Africa or South America or somewhere like in a hut sharing the gospel that was kind of the dream and the call Um, and so I just jumped into anything I could at the time of like any mission trip any service opportunity anything at the church Um, my parents were very involved at FBC and um, before that first go first but um so we just I just was up here all the time Um, and so I you know just we had a lot of youth pastor transitions and so I was very involved with like, hey, let's do a middle school girls Bible study because nobody's doing one right now besides Sunday school. And, um, so just kind of, that was the trajectory of my whole life. And, um, so I went to Washtag Baptist University for college and all the while, yeah, in Arkansas. Um, and so I just thought that I was going to be overseas. So I was like, what, what can I do to major and get overseas? And so I ended up, studying psychology in Spanish, and I was like, I can do anything with this, but at the first Sunday I visited a church, and they were like, hey, we need some youth interns, and in college, surprise, you don't go to church on Wednesday nights. You go to, like, college group on Thursdays, or just Sunday mornings, and so I was like, I don't know what to do on a Wednesday besides be at church, so sign me up, I'll help, like, whatever, and that turned into a job, and um, so I just did youth ministry for four years during college and loved it. I learned so much. Um, Our youth group was very small, and it was fun because we could just go to the lake and do ministry at the lake um, and just love on some kids, and part of why I was hired was because I was a girl, and so I could drive girls home, and (laughs) so... yeah, so um, so I just started doing youth ministry all the while thinking like this is great for now, but in a few years I'll be overseas. Peace out, mom and dad, um, in a very loving way, you know. Of and, <laughs> and my I parents are great, and they were just like okay. Um, and so my junior year of college, I lived overseas in Chile with some IMB missionaries, and during that time it was awesome. It was the best summer of college, and. Um, but surprisingly while I was overseas, God called me back to the States and, um, which was like, there's like two or three times in my life where it's a very clear call that the Lord's like, Hey, this is what I want for you. Um, and so on one hand I was like, this is incredible. Like I'm here, this really clear direction, but on the other hand, this is horrible. Cause I am like, that what you <laughs> like wanted? my whole life was to be overseas and, um, strangely, like, I just remember God being like the call, like, you're not ever supposed to be comfortable. And so whatever, like, I just want to be uncomfortable serving him. And, you know, once I get comfortable is when I get lazy and apathetic. And so, um, so (laughs) it's seemed easy for me to be like the, you know, the foreigner and to like, just go love kids who are poor Mm because they're hungry for the gospel. And, you know, like, they're hungry for love, and so it's just easier to me. That's not actually like in the world's view, that's not actually easier ministry, but not to discount what people do. Absolutely, that, that at but all. we all I think but, you make
0: a great point. You have yeah. your comfort spot, right? Where you're not, comfortable just, putting in culturally,
1: yeah. putting your anchor right. in, and ministering so to what you're saying to, yeah. is
0: God's like, Yeah, and you're he was you're like, leaving leaving No, that.
1: no, come back to the states. And um, and so I was like, Well, I got a year left of college, I best I better figure it out. And with a psych degree. I was like, well, I guess I better go to grad school because you can't do anything in mm-hmm. psychology really without.
2: An um, extra degree. Yeah, so
1: <laughs> I ended up having uh, lunch with Chris once I got back, our youth pastor here. Um, and he had been here about a year at that point. And so he was like, would God teach you while you're in Chile? How's it going? What's next? And I was like, well, I don't know. The plan was is like all up in the air, but I guess I'm going to grad school somewhere. And... Um, he was like, well, we're wanting to create a girls' ministry, so come find, like, find a grad school around here and come work for me, and let's just pray about it. And so for a whole semester, we didn't even talk about it. Like, we would call and talk, check in and whatever, but he was like, you praying? Okay, me too. And that was, like, all we would talk about this job, because I was like, well, I have a whole year of school left, so I can't just, like, pick up and not graduate. Um, And so the more I prayed about it, the more I would start hearing about girls' ministry, and it was so new at the time, like, nobody really was doing it. And um, the more excited I get of like, oh, we could do this, we could do this. Like, how cool is it that guys are wanting girl voices in their ministry, whereas growing up, it was like, oh, we're only going to play dodgeball, or here's 50 football analogies. And um, and so anyway, by like February, he calls and like, you want to just come work for me? And i are like, yep, let's do it. <laughs> so, uh, so I was like, okay, but I need that. Like, because you're still in Arkansas.
0: Mm-hmm. I was Arkansas. last year, and he calls yeah, you February. Yeah, still like
1: in the stride of... Loving this ministry and loving college. And so it was a hard decision to, like, leave the church I was at just because I was like, I could see myself staying here and just doing this church ministry. Um, but I think the Lord was very much like, this is for a season. And the youth pastor ended up leaving right after, or like, at the same time I did. Um, he just transitioned too. And so that was really hard to leave, like, both of us at the same time. Yeah. But also kind of a sweet, yeah. like, this is our season. New team now it's coming Someone in. else, yeah. Um, and that church is thriving and doing great. But so, so yeah. So I was like, okay, give me like a few weeks in between to like you know process college graduation, all this, like kind of have a last little fud. And then he was like, calls and he's like, hey, I need you like next week. <laughs> so I'm like, graduate three, four days later. I help with senior banquet and. And we go to camp. <laughs> so wow. That's, you start. You yeah, know. and so that was eight and a half or so years ago.
0: And, and what's interesting, so when we say yeah. you grew up in Frisco, you grew up in the Frisco with,
1: like, two schools. Right, yes. Yeah, Frisco so. was, I went to Frisco High. Centennial opened when I was in middle school. I helped, I our grade got oh, to so vote on a Staley's more, okay. mascot because yeah. at the time it was, like, Staley raccoons okay, or, was, or yeah. Frisco middle Frisco, school raccoons. Yes. And... Yeah. So I remember voting on if it was going to be the Mustangs or the Stallions. Yeah. And we Mustang, voted Mustangs is such a great one. It's the only middle school that does not have alliteration, because of oh. that. Yeah. yeah. So that's interesting. I to vote. Yeah, so I got to vote, and then Wakeland opened my junior year, and then it just Liberty Heritage, all that opened right after. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, first I remember being able to like drive on Main and Preston and stop at that stop yeah, And be able to be like, oh, hey, there's that family. There's yes. them. They must be going to Berkshire's. They must be going to whatever. Oh, that's and cool. When we moved here. Berkshire's was great. there. Yeah, Berkshire's. Oh, we Albertsons had just opened when we moved here. And I think Burger King was brand new.
2: <laughs> yep. Wow, that's so, great. So when, <laughs>
1: so when you came back, I mean,
0: um, Frisco had gone from then. It sounds like there were maybe eight schools-ish probably, probably yeah. when you left. So you come back, and Frisco mm-hmm. had grown a ton, yeah. and now at this point where you're at with ministry, just so people right. know, we're like over 70 schools in Frisco, right. yeah. and we're like what, 10 high schools? Mm-hmm. I think 11. 11 was being built on the yeah. other side, and then how many in the middle schools as well? I like, a like I'm ton, like 20. Like, I something. I know, people it's say crazy. names of them,
1: and I'm like. Uh, is that yeah. a store? Is it a mm-hmm. elementary school? Is it someone's home? Like, I don't, so, so ministry, I don't know. your town looks different. Oh yeah. So how? Was I that remember for you? at one point I drove out of my parents' neighborhood and I got lost because there was construction happening, and this road that I've driven all my life, and I made a wrong turn because construction, and yeah. I was like, "Where am I? <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> even this know." This does her. not look like but a town. I yeah, it's very different. I, I mean, it's just bigger. It's fun to be in a growing town. Like, I think. Because of where I was at in college, people are just moving in and out all the time. Because that's I'm normal sure. for college. Or so I just, I just remember being like, I, I want to always be somewhere that's growing. Like, I don't know if that's bad or not, but it's like it's fun to have new people in and mm-hmm. just instead of just the stagnant same people that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just fun to me to see Frisco. I know a lot of old Frisco people are like, oh, we missed the old, which it was a sweet like our it was sweet community then, mm-hmm. but. I think it's cool to just think that the nations are here and that just so many cultures are around. and. Um, well, and this church yeah. just had a real foundational mm-hmm. part
0: of this town, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just... yeah. When we moved here, there were three schools total, I mm-hmm. think. Well, no, there was Rogers and Kurtzinger. Kurtzinger just been built, okay. and so I guess to relate four yeah. or whatever. Um, but everybody knew everybody, yeah. and there were only a couple of churches in town. Yeah. You know, now there's... Quite a few.
1: There's
0: a lot. One on yeah, every right. corner.
1: Routine. One on every yes. <laughs> and I had, to, I had to really wrestle with, like, okay, well, I'm not overseas, so yeah. that's lame. But I think God just, like, you know, human trafficking was a big part movement yeah. that was being recognized while I was in college, um, and still is, obviously. But I just mem- like, let's go fight it. Let's go break down some walls. And I just remember God being like, okay, that's great. But there's people in Frisco that are enslaved to money and that are entrapped in bad marriages and that are like slaves to materialism. And like, we can go physically fight that, but also I'm calling you here because people are hard of heart and like, that's hard, uncomfortable ministry to just be like, well, that takes a conversation more than just a physical action. And that's a um, really hard ministry right there. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I think, it's, I think yeah. it's one of the hardest ones. Yeah, I honest. think that's just, it's a conversation too. Right. And it's like, I can't, I can't do it. Nope. So it's only yeah. relying on the Lord to, like, move people's hearts. And, yeah. like, I just want to go do and fix yep. it. But
2: God <laughs> says no. Not, yeah.
1: Just share with them.
2: Yeah. Okay, so the girls that you're dealing with right now, like Debbie said, you have 6th through 12th graders. Yes. What are you seeing coming across their their radar? What are they having yeah. to deal with? Six,
1: yeah, people always are like, teenage girls, woof. I'm like, ah, oh, give me teenage girl drama any day of the week over, like, little kids naughty noses and oh and I they're agree really cute one. but yes. um little kids are cute but right? naughty noses not so but much give me the drama. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do with that. Um I think man we're in a weird time with all this covid stuff and I think girls are I mean I know that we're moving out of all of it but it's still people are more isolated than ever right now and I think the girls are just feeling it and you know girls are just relational like mm-hmm. If you have a dodgeball night the boys are going to throw dodgeballs and not that our girls can't throw a good dodgeball but they have a way better time staying on the sidelines top like okay. yeah that's yeah. the fun of the night And that's and not so, how
0: they're going to feel connected to their friends right dodgeballs yeah they may do yeah. it
1: boys 100 but, they're not, but yeah. girls not so totally. much so i think that like since we've been so socially distant i think we're going to have to like social distancing wasn't a phrase a year ago but we're going to have to mm-hmm. walk people back out of social distancing and we need to start like social nearing and like becoming nearer. social nearing's gonna yeah. become a word now you right? heard I it here so. first <laughs> well I stole it from a friend yeah. to be real <laughs> honest but um but yeah I think like we can't just jump back into how it was mm-hmm. because like anxiety is like more prevalent than it used to be and I yes. think girls are more in their heads and they've just had all this time to be alone and like listen to social media above scripture and um I heard I just, a counselor
0: say that anxiety, depression was already actually back on the rise again before mm-hmm. the pandemic. Um, yeah. But now this has just it compounded really, it, yeah. like mag- magnified mm-hmm. even more. Are you seeing that too with girls? I Do you think feel so. Like? Yeah,
1: I think. And I think a lot of them are probably afraid to say it more now than yeah, maybe they were thinking. always afraid to say it. But I think maybe people who had never really dealt with mental health stuff are now like, oh, I am feeling these ways, but I'm not supposed to be. And so they're maybe, you know, just like looking everywhere else because we've had all this downtime, but we haven't had like, like downtime to me is like, hey, friends, let's go do something. Let's go to the beach. Let's go to the park. And we haven't really been able to do Mm -hmm. things with other people, but they've been able to do things on Instagram and on TikTok. And so... Um, are you seeing a difference with the parenting part of things?
0: Just how, what are kind of the positive things you see families and parents
1: doing to help walk with this through their with their girls? And then maybe uh, some of the negative, like what are, it's hard. It's, it's hard to tell just cause I'm like, I don't, you like, it's harder to know cause people aren't either they're not here or they're not talking about it. But I think, um, girls are, I think, we're feeling really isolated, and girls are feeling isolated. Um, I think there's still a pressure to like measure up and to like do great in school, do great in whatever activity they're in, and also like now we all need to be TikTok pros and Instagram like have a perfectly curated Has that Instagram gone because and, of this. Because everybody's yeah, I talking, think so. Wow, I, well, because yeah. you're like, I'm home, More. I can make yeah, this. Totally. Yeah, and that's, but that's the only way now. we can connect yeah. is yeah. online. And so, but I think with like families. Maybe there's, like, well, we're not having fun together because we're, like, we're together all the time. So it's just, like, well, whatever. Or they have played all the board games in the world. Yes. And now we're, like, in phase four. There's (laughs) no more board games for us to play
2: or card games to do. Or puzzles. (laughs) Or Or puzzles. puzzles. We're all out of all of those. We
1: need new things. (laughs) And we've all been on walks a lot together. (laughs) But I think the families that I see doing things, like, I mean, are the ones that aren't avoiding conversations like I I hear of a lot of families that are like we our kids are figuring out all this social stuff and all this social distancing but also like politically and like with our faith we're they're figuring it out like teenagers are just in the question of like who do I trust who's there Mm -hmm. for me but also who am I and what do I believe and so um like what's the safe place that they can process and I think that parents who are okay with those hard conversations because so often I mean I just am like oh you're thinking poorly let me fix it right but Mm -hmm. that's the parents who are there like okay well we disagree even politically or you're believing this like let's go back to what the bible says but okay being okay with those hard conversations I think those are the families that are doing it well even if it's like well this was a very awkward night but at least we walked into it instead of like okay you're thinking wrong. Like, stop talking about that yeah. and let's escape. And so let's go there because I think that would be a great conversation, especially for parents that are.
2: Yeah, because I think let's it's do. good having those conversations and the hard conversations. Would you assume or make the assessment that most high school kids, junior high kids, want to have a conversation with somebody? Yes, that's hard. I think so.
1: Yes. Yeah, because they're all trying to figure it out and and they know deep down that I should go to an adult or, you know, somebody that probably knows more than me because that's how we're wired. Mm -hmm. But I think so often adults are like, well, this is where I stand 100%. So you're like contradicting that. And the other way it's just wrong. Yeah, right. And instead of being like, well, it's a process. Um, I remember having a conversation with a college student and leaving and being like, praise God that we're not fixed. Like even me, like I'm not set in what I – Mm-hmm. like, no, I mean, I'm firm and 100% sure in who the Lord is and who he made me to be in the gospel. But, like, all the little nuances I can, mm-hmm. like, we're still all being formed and sanctified. And, um, and so with teenagers especially, it's like, well, you're they're not set. So if they say some crazy thing and if they're processing out, out loud, yeah. then they still have, like, there's still time to, like, for them to process through mm-hmm. and for us to walk through it with them. Instead of just being like, well, you believe that crazy thing, you're done. See ya. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of parents, I mean, like growth for a teenager is like a scribble. It's not mm-hmm. just like stair-step, a nice little progression. It's, it's like a good visual. all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, I wish Spaghetti. you could see it, but we're just. Perfect. We're here. Yeah. We're a scribble.
2: Picture a scribble in your brain <laughs> yeah. right now as you're listening. So how do you think, um, so how can parents, what have you seen parents do well in the sense of, Allow for those conversations? What does that look like? Especially with girls. Yes. Yeah. Like, what does that look like when you're talking to. Like, are there a girl? keywords yeah. that girls might give you to put out there to be like, hey, they're processing this? They're talking. Yeah. Number one, they might actually talk and not be on their phone. <laughs> yeah, I think. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Key number one, they're, yes. looking, they're at looking at you. <laughs> yeah, they're looking at you. So <laughs> stop looking at what you're doing and focus yeah. on yeah. them. Yeah. And I think. I think for maybe for girls that's it comes a lot of times when you're driving in the car oh, or if I you're doing dishes, dishes huge for yeah. us and our family yeah. car conversations
0: mm-hmm. i will have
1: because i'm like stuck. i'm trying to concentrate <laughs> on driving and this is when you're asking me this question <laughs> but you're like both doing something <laughs> where it's not just like okay let's sit it's down right. and like mm-hmm. let me drill you yes. but it's Kind of an yeah. So you're saying thing. maybe do something that y'all both like, whether it's cooking yeah.
2: or baking or being in the same room like, when the hey, d- she's doing something. Help
1: me unload the dishwasher. Yes. How's your day going? Yep. What's like? Are they
2: making their lunch? Who's in your the friend morning? right now?
1: Who's a friend yeah. at school? Or just like little questions that maybe it's not. Let me hear your whole life in one yep. setting. It's like little things, and then I think you know, just like it, little things they say. You can just be like, oh, maybe they're. Let me step into that instead of just mm-hmm. being like, okay, check, done. What's on Netflix tonight? Here's one that happened the other day at our house that I thought was interesting. is
2: I was asking my daughter, what did y'all talk about at the lunch table yesterday? Yeah. And I thought, because the lunch table,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I'm not a fan of the lunch, from my coaching days. So much drama happened at the lunch table, it and does. then they would bring in the gym, mm-hmm. yep. and I'd be like, "Why don't you like each other?" Well, at the lunch table, she did it, it, did it. and I'm like, yeah. "Oh my gosh!" Get and rid that's one of lunch the only tables. times that they have time to talk with their yes. friends. Well, because the yeah. middle
0: school and high school lunch table takes the place of the elementary recess. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so that yeah. is now mm-hmm. where right. drama deals happens. are made, dramas mm-hmm. happen,
2: yeah. relationships and that's what she said. She was like, "So and so came in and sat in so and so's chair, yes. and she was not here," and I was like, in my head, I'm thinking. Okay, what's the big deal? Right. Like,
1: absolutely.
2: But the way yeah. she told it in her tone, and I was like, oh, I was like, why is that a big deal? Like tell me, like I'm so intrigued. Yeah. Oh, because <laughs> when she comes back, she's not going to have a chair in it and I was like,
0: oh wow, okay.
2: And it's even intriguing. more now with
0: COVID, you really cannot slide another chair in there. Yeah. Like no, they watch can't. it like crazy. Like yeah. you have to be spaced it's out. Insane. So whenever you're yeah. Well, spots they have assigned run, seats,
2: too.
1: Yeah, so some, sure. At least where
2: she is. And so she was mad that this girl took her seat cuz now she to sit by her the
1: whole time. But yeah, teenage girl fighting is a whole different it's not just like no. fist fight. It's no, like no. a glance or a It's a say, it's oh, a nasty it's text. Too. Which adult women do it the same thing? Yeah, like exactly. little side glances and yes. yeah, nasty text. Nasty text. text. And yeah. sometimes that happens just because they read the text wrong and yep. I know with a lot of our sixth and seventh graders are figuring out how to text and how their text tone is. You yes. know, like um, like I can send a text to a friend and they can pick up how I text because really know me. But with our sixth and seventh graders, I think it's really important. Parents like okay. Let's walk through why this yes. could sound sassy. Like if yep. you were reading it, and you know your tone in your head because you said it in your head, but they don't know your tone mm-hmm. in your head. And I remember figuring that out and when texting first became a thing. And, and even email did that first for adults. Yeah. Like
0: I mean, you're right. writing an email. Yeah. You have to learn all the etiquette of email.
2: But texting, kids are having. shorter. So they can be like short and sweet. I'm mad about
1: this. So, okay, so sorry, but yeah.
2: okay. So isolation, depression. What are some other things?
1: I think. Um, I think apathy is a huge oh, spot where we're at that. right now I think that too. um, just because there hasn't been a lot to talk about there hasn't been you know like usually we talk about things because we're in activities and um, I just think that we're in a place where it's easy to become numb because mm-hmm. I watch a lot of Netflix or they play a lot of games on whatever and Um, it's easy to check out because things do feel heavy and I know teenagers are feeling it they know what's going on politically even if they don't fully understand it all but they hear it they're you know they hear some of it they're trying to figure out um, all the identity stuff and the gender stuff and they're just figuring it all out and for some people that's overwhelming and so it'd be like well I'll just check out for a little bit and if I don't you know, some some teenagers, some girls are like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna wrestle through this and figure it all out, and like, who is God and who does He call me to be?" But I think for some people, that's just that's just easy to be numb and like, there's not as many opportunities to be sympathetic to people because we're not going on, you know, mm-hmm. mission opportunities, or you're just not you're mm-hmm. just seeing the same people, mm-hmm. so it's easier to be you know empathetic to those people, but there's not as much practice of fielding that sympathy, empathy. So then apathy is kind of the... And parents are still having to work. Yeah. So
0: there's also a situation where maybe kids, girls, teens were in activities, doing Mm -hmm. things before parents are working. Now they're being left alone, right? right? A lot because parents have to work. Mm -hmm. So what what are you seeing then the ramifications of the apathy and the loneliness on girls? What are you seeing the results of that right now as being? Do you think you can see some of that? yet like what do parent what do we have to brace for now <laughs> coming for coming down the pipes
1: i don't know i think i think we're just going to need to walk them back into like here's how we care and here's how you are passionate about something and um, so we can't just expect them to reset yeah, like nothing like, happened right cuz we've had a year of crazy <laughs> and mm-hmm. so to just be like well pick it up and i mean like even like i'm easily numbed out a lot like if things get overwhelming that's my default is to just be like well I'm gonna not think, and um, as much as I want to, check out. That's what yeah, Robbie said one when She was like, she's, I see a lot of parents that just check out. Yeah, because it's hard a hard conversation, out. and yep. it's a. Uh, I mean, like parents are discipling their kids, and whereas before they could drop them off at church and be like, "Y'all do it. Mm-hmm. Good luck, fix our kid," and now, I mean, you can still do that now because we're open back up, but it's a lot harder. And I think a lot. I think a lot of people are just realizing, like, oh. I play a huge role in my kids' life because I get to speak into it, and we are home a lot more, and, you know. And I hope they find that exciting
2: and joyful yeah. and, like, a privilege mm-hmm. versus, like, a burden. Yeah. I would hope that it's not, oh, my gosh, my kids. I mean, I say that often, I'm like, oh, my <laughs> gosh, my kids are home so much. But, like, that's, for me, like, just a big, oh, my gosh, they're home. But then once yeah. I get out from underneath kind of that... Umbrella. I'm, I'm like, oh, but it's fun. Like, right. I enjoy them being home. There's some good simplicity conversations. There's simplicity in that, too.
1: There is. But, but we yeah. have a couple college girls that are home. Like, they're going to call in yeah. and, and it's so cool to watch them be able to disciple their younger siblings. Because yes. they're um, home. And so it's like, hey, go ask her. She was, like, one of the girls was like, I don't know where my sister is in her faith. Like, I don't think she's ever made a profession. And we we're like, go ask her. And so yeah. it was the coolest conversation. Like, once she asked, then it just opened up. Like, oh yeah, here's when I accepted Christ. Aww, and now there's sweet. just a lot of questions of like the rapport between the two of them is real cool, just that that opens it up. And so there's several of them that I'm like, this is so cool that you could disciple your little sibling that like you, mm-hmm. yeah, like you might think it's lame that you're home at Colin or really smart because you're saving a lot of money, but like what a cool opportunity that because you're in college here. Mm-hmm. you're also going to do that so like with parents you get to like and it, and it can be little conversations like sometimes for me i'm like okay i have this one coffee with this one girl and that's when i get to do all like i don't know her schedule so i don't know if it'll be a regular thing or not so i better get all the questions in right mm-hmm. now whereas if you're a parent it's a like ongoing thing so you can like the pressure's okay. off a little bit of like okay today what did you learn like have are you studying the bible What Mm -hmm. did y'all learn in a small group? What did y'all, you know, like little questions? And
0: have you guys found too in trying to do that, what you're explaining, having those conversations? Does Zoom work very well? Or are these online digital kind of conversations that a lot of adults are using right now and work and everything else, does that work for teenagers, for girls? Probably
1: not. (laughs) Okay. Um, I mean, I think we have some small groups that they are, their girls will be on Zoom, but very few. I think... Kids are zoomed out because they have to do it for school, mm-hmm. and I think that just—I remember at the start of all this when they were like, eye contact is so huge, and with Zoom you can't eye contact because if right. I'm looking at the camera, then your you eyes are not. Yeah, yes, like you can't you're can't looking at the camera too, so yeah. therefore it's not eye contact. But like if I'm looking in your eyes, that's right. I'm still not looking at your. Eye. You know, like you, if there's you there's you no look, physical yes, there's no like, like legit way now. to do mm-hmm. eye contact, and that's such a big part of interacting and. So I think that, like, I think it's a great tool, and I'm really grateful that we have it during this time because it, you know, it did bring community in June and July when there was Mm -hmm. everything was shut down. But I think right now, I think that technology is cool. I think teenage girls are using, like, I think they've gotten used to like group chats a lot better, and I think sometimes they feel a little more comfortable like texting out, like, hey, what are you feeling, and they're like they're more Mm -hmm. apt to like sometimes text kind of like journaling Mm -hmm. like I'm I'll write down everything in my journal but not necessarily going to say it out loud Um, and so but I think it's dangerous too yeah right right that's where my head goes yeah because those are things that they would never say in person absolutely but then they'll text
2: it and you have to be like um say this out loud (laughs) uh nope (laughs) you wrong (laughs) you should be able to say it um no we're going to stand here until you say this out loud and they realize like oh yeah I should not yeah. That's something that should not be coming out of my mouth. Yeah. And But it allows for a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like to it's dig good. in and to, yeah. to help them maneuver. Mm-hmm. So I remember one set of parents used to always say they would go through their kid's phone every night. And when they would send a text, they would, the next day, be like, hey, let's read this text out loud. Well, this is what I said. Do you yeah. know how it comes across? That's so good. And it was learning to teach, like you said mm-hmm. earlier. Learning, teaching them, to, teaching them yeah. how to text and the, the tone and of their text. And just teaching
1: them to be kind. Like, hey, you're just because like I, I think a lot of times we think of kindness as like, oh, doing something for someone yes. in person but it comes across also in what we post online and what we text and, and Snapchat yeah. and TikTok and all of Yeah,
0: all of it. But it's all mingled together. Yeah. So if you wanted to give kind of um, parents some resources where they can go, books they can read, of course yeah. the Bible. Right um, always go to scripture. Of course scripture. Um, but uh, when applying that, there's always some great resources to help apply the word. So yeah. where would you suggest parents kind of go if they're wanting to get some resources?
1: Yeah, there's. it's cool. When I started Girls Ministry, there was not a lot out there. And sometimes I still go to Mardell and I'm like, where is the girls' books? But there's a, actually a whole lot. That's um, calling you to write one? That's <laughs> Well, I like that answer. <laughs> wow, good job, Christy. Okay. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> heard it here first. <laughs>
0: when the author comes, we will have her back on the podcast <laughs> to talk about her new book. Good. Oh, You're boy. a
2: good writer. Good <laughs> insights. Just saying. Uh, we keep giving, anyway, She's we, blushing we keep, right now. She's we keep blushing. Giving she's more having a hard time moving forward right now. More work. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, well, okay. So mintedtruth.org is a. I'm sorry. Say that again. Mintedtruth.org. M-I-N-T-E-D truth. Okay. Um, dot org, not dot com. Yeah. Um, they. It's actually a friend of mine that has started this ministry. But she writes. Well, she gets girls ministers. To, it's like a kind of a collective type thing to do devos f- specifically for Devo teenage girls. Devos stand for what?
2: Devotionals. Okay, thank
1: sorry. You. <laughs> yes, she does devotionals for teen girls um and really anyone c- can use it, but it's specifically for teenage girls. What's a devotion for people that are listening that are like yeah, I don't even know what that like means? It's like a daily Bible study. There you go. So, and it's li- it's tiny. Yes, like it's a little short and blur. Small. Yes. So like typically a good short devotional will have, you know, read this scripture, here's kind of some like Commentary on it, and then here's like three, four, or five nuggets little questions for you to yeah. like process through and reflect and apply it to your so life. So, if a mom and a daughter so, want to do that together, mm-hmm. they, could. they could, yeah, the and morning, it's an app, it's evening. a website. Um, there's, book, there's a book that is for like Advent, and then in, there's like she goes through books of the Bible. Is there's a couple topical ones, but her heart is just to get girls to be able to read Love that. the Bible and the Bible. understand it on their own. Oh, good for and her. and so um. Yeah, so you can buy their books, but also it's all online. And she's coming out with some, she dreams big, so it's cool. Um, She's asked me to be a part of some stuff. But Lifeway Girls Ministry does. (laughs) So yes. So yes. Oh, yeah, I've I've written a few for her. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the printed ones I wrote, so that's good. It's for Advent, but also it just goes through the Book of Luke. You can do it one year. So um, Lifeway Girls Ministry puts out quite a bit. They just, it's kind of a nice hub for any Bible study that, you might want for teenage girls, but they do a blog every, I don't know how often, but she gets other girls' ministers from around the country and just people who love teenage girls to write blog posts on, like, here's some topical things or, like, relevant things that are going on, um, and so, but I always, that's kind of my default to be like, what? If Bible studies are out there right now, um, yeah. but I have, um, there's a girls' ministry collective website that she's done a couple of different Bible studies, video-based Bible studies. She kind of started when, she started before COVID hit, but it was all video-driven, and it's a girls' minister out of Nashville that kind of heads that up. Um, But there's a whole bunch of books out there. Right now, Media has a ton of great Bible studies right now that are. And if you go to Frisco First, mm -hmm. we can we have right now
0: Media that anyone can subscribe to that for free. Yeah, yes, it's like Netflix, but for Bible studies, and it's so great. And And a lot of them are so short that. Mm And there's, there's a, a lot of depth there. There's mm-hmm. a big bench on right now media, which yeah. is nice. There's a lot of opportunity. And they're putting to. out a lot
1: more new mm-hmm. stuff, so that's good. But I think for moms, I don't know, I had this thought earlier it was like if y'all aren't if moms aren't in the word, then they're not ever going to be able to disciple their kids. And so that's a great word. there's it's easy even as like a girl's minister to look at a girl and be like, "Oh, I want you to do this and I want you to mm-hmm. like act this way." But really the question should be like, "Who do I want them to be?" and really not me, but like who does God want them to be and how can I step in and bridge that gap there? Um, and so for moms, if moms aren't in the word and like seeking Jesus and letting him like be all that he is for them, then they're never going to like lead their daughters mm-hmm. as well. Um, so like for moms, I think like nothing to prove by Jenny Allen, at least in my life was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a mom, but, but just to like get out of my head and Realize that I can't be enough because as women sometimes we're like, oh, be enough. You do you, and um, but like that Jesus is enough for us, mm-hmm. and He wants us to lean on Him instead of do it ourselves. And so, I think if you're a mom, can I also be, plug your great. local
2: church Bible studies? Yes, please do. <laughs> I mean, not ours, but any church, whatever yeah. church they go to. Just getting involved in a Bible study. Yeah, even the ones if you, even if you don't know the Bible, go and they'll give you a Bible. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. Whoa. I know. I love that. But getting plugged into just a local church Bible study, a Bible-believing local mm-hmm. church Bible mm-hmm. study, and doing community with those ladies.
0: And it's amazing how much you can get from just the community with other women and mm-hmm. other moms, too, Yeah, that will push you to be in the Word, mm-hmm. push you to kind of nav- help you navigate, encourage you to navigate the waters with your daughters. Because that's the other thing, too, is girls, we're talking kind of in generalities right now. Sure. But every girl's their own person, oh, their own absolutely. soul, their own brain, their own heart, that God has something different mm-hmm. for. Her. And so I have two daughters and Christy has more than one as well. And so the responses are not the same. Mm-hmm. Like one of mine is very different from the other. Yeah. So one thing would it will impact, one event would impact them differently. Right. And so just navigating that can also be a challenge. And I know in girls ministry, you have how many hundreds? Oh. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, and, there's, and they're all pinging <laughs> off each other, and their right. conversations mm-hmm. from one day to the next are different. So you have to deal with even just managing that mm-hmm. um, and the challenge too, um, that comes along with them just all being different. Yeah. They're the same but not. Right. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the same but not. Oh, so what it, if there so was fun.
2: a— It's just so nice.
0: It, it is. is so it's so fun. fun. I know. It's so it fun. It does. So if there's, like, something you're going, okay, this is what I love about ministry. This is what I'm passionate about. What would yeah. it be?
1: Obviously, any time a girl makes a decision, or a student in general, because um, I do a lot with not just girls, but like whenever they make a decision to accept Christ, so like going from death to life is the yep. best. Baptism sure. days are the biggest party, um, but second to that, probably well, there's two other things. But whenever you see kids thriving in college and pursuing their faith after they step out of our ministry and sure. um, that's just exciting for when they come back and they're like, here's what God's doing. Here's the ministry I'm involved in. Um, and then also is when a kid decides like, when they feel called to ministry. I just think that's the coolest of like, that they want to like pursue Jesus in that way. And not that. And help others. other, other people, Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not that other jobs are not a ministry, but it's just exciting when they're like, Oh, I want to do this kind of ministry or I think God's calling me to this. And so. So, yeah, seeing them come back and be like, oh, I'm working Pine Cove or oh, I'm working for this church or here's how I'm plugged into Delight Ministries at AM, you know, whatever it is that when they're like, because it's one thing when they keep it in high school, but high school ends, but the kingdom doesn't. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that's probably the, you know, salvation, obviously. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff is, you know, dinos and right. camps. Right. Getting to go mission yeah. trips all summer long, but mm-hmm. but, but, it's but the like for job you love. Yeah. I mean, oh. That's
0: just what yeah. a blessing right. that is. You yeah. so know. I think
2: you did a good job too of telling us, like parents that are listening, it's about it's about walking with your daughter. Mm-hmm. Right. You use that word a lot: walking alongside, walking her through, walking whatever. Um, I mean, it's about emptying the dishwasher too, but it's also <laughs> <Sure>. about walking. <laughs> but not being afraid of walking with your daughter through a conversation mm-hmm. or through a text stream or through life situations or whatever that looks like yeah. and i think that's key is that so many of us don't want to walk mm-hmm. um or but we if struggle. you look at
1: scripture jesus walks with it like walks. it talks about keeping step with the spirit yes. and like walking is such a theme throughout all of you know mm-hmm. enoch he walked with god and then he was no more and mm-hmm. like that's all it said about him is that he walked with god so well and i why, think too you know, it's, and, it's It's hard for us to resist the temptation to clear the path Mm
0: -hmm. our daughters are walking on. But I think it's hard to resist it because it's hard for us to walk alongside them when Mm -hmm. the path is hard. We want to clear it for them, not just for their sake, but also for ours. we feel it for
1: them, too. (laughs) We feel it,
0: too. So -hmm. with the walking alongside, it often means we're walking through really painful, Mm -hmm. hard ground. And... It's not going to be pretty, and we have to sit in that as well and give that to the Lord and understand what we can and can't control, and I think right now that is uniquely difficult because Mm of COVID, because our kids are isolated, but we kind of are too in a way, Mm -hmm.
1: so working through that, you know. And so many of us went through, we already, we already were teenagers, like we walked through it, and it was hard, and it was great, but... Like I don't remember seventh grade, so yeah. I don't really want to walk through it again with the right. seventh grade. And it's girl. even so different. <laughs> like yeah. the
0: seventh grade so I was in is much different right. than the seventh yeah. grade my daughters were in. But anytime I mean, you know, when I
1: hear of like, oh, this, I'm having this drama with these friends and this mean girl, or mm-hmm. you know, I'm being left out of this friend group. I'm like, I, you know, sometimes we just feel it all over again. That's yes. true. Like Brittany is a seventh grader yep. all over again. All over That's again. a good point. When I talk to this girl, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I know what you're going through, and it's going to get better. And big picture, your drama doesn't. It it matters because their feelings are matter. Right. But sometimes when I hear it, I'm like, mm, this is laughable. Yeah. But it's really not because their feelings are true and mm. real. And well, so. I kind of even think walking through
2: with walking it through walking through it with them, you can't run through it as an adult. Sometimes mm. we want to run. Like, well, let's just go. We're let's drag this. Either clear the way or drag them yeah. over the hill so they're just yeah. done. Yeah. we are just done. <laughs> we're just done with this. we have dealt with this. When really they haven't. And you have to and walk actually and deal harms with harms them more if yes. we just try to like.
0: You know, yeah, that Why how you create just, the avoiders? Oh, the yeah. Ones that just kind of yeah. Climb well, sometimes the
2: trauma in their life, like they have to run through because mm-hmm. mom and dad got divorced, so now they're mm-hmm. the adult in the Ten house, and forward, so right. you know something happens to where it makes them. Mm-hmm. But you can still walk through those situations with your kids, right, yeah. even though right. life is not what you thought it was going to be as a mom. Mm-hmm. Sure. With a loss, whether it's divorce, it's a you know you're a widow now, whatever that looks like. Your kids, right. yeah. fast forward, they've had to speed through that. But you can still go. I'm gonna walk through you with you, where you're at right now. Yeah. Just time, energy. What verses would you share with us that you like right now?
1: Yes. Um, well, I've been. I found this verse a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, man, this is so great. Actually, it's a passage. Is it one that you've like read before, but for some reason it resonated um, with you more? Probably. But I love those. I don't know. It just stuck out different. But it's Psalm 71. It's like 14 through 18 um but it says i will hope continually and my pray and i will praise you more and more my mouth will tell about your righteousness and your salvation all day long though i cannot sum them up i come because of the mighty acts of the lord god i will proclaim your righteousness yours alone and this is like the part that i liked most but god you've taught me from my youth and i still proclaim your wondrous works even while i'm old and gray god you do not abandon me while i proclaim your power to another generation your strength to all who are to come and I just love the Wait, what is of, that? I so need to write good. that. Yeah. So <laughs> what is it? Psalms seventy one, fourteen through eighteen. Okay. But I just love that like I will hope continually, I'll praise you up more and more, but even when I'm old and gray, I will proclaim your wondrous works. So it's never like we're never done. And I just thought that's such a And good, the Psalms are like,
0: why can't we just Oh, Put Psalms to so music, good. and that's all
1: we sing. Mm-hmm. I mean, chained. Chained. Mm-hmm. they do it. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm just exactly. I mean, yeah. that really, it, it just resonates
1: yeah. so hard in every yeah. facet of life. I just love that it's like, like so many times, it's like, oh, well, when I retire, check done. Yes, but like even when I'm old and gray, I'm still proclaiming that's right to another generation. You're not done generation. until you're and,
0: sleeping yeah. with the Lord. Mm-hmm. You're not finished. Yeah. This whole well, I did my
2: time. No, no, you did. Gotcha. You didn't. Like, <laughs> I mean, you did there, but God's right.
0: Bigger. There's something else and it, you got to do longer. Different assignments change. But yes, but the,
1: the time's is different. But the, the assignments different. Yeah. that's right. That's right. I just love that. Yeah, yeah. Do you have another one, for us? Um, yeah. Um, I I just thought of this. Like John thirteen thirty five is um they'll know who. Oh, this is a paraphrase. I don't think I wrote it down, but um you'll know that you're my disciples by the way that you love one another Mm. and Jesus is talking and so I just think a lot of times especially mom and daughter relationships are hard and like it's the sweetest but also like girls want to be your friend so bad but also they want to be angry at you (laughs) and like Mm -hmm. it's angsty and it's a roller coaster all the time but Mm -hmm. I think that even within a family like your kids are going to know who Jesus is by the way that you love one another and sometimes it doesn't look pretty and it means telling the truth like you know speaking truth into your kids life kind of like
2: i don't like you right now yeah. what is going on you're right. being
1: rude right mm-hmm. thank yeah. you you can't just yeah. leave them in their yeah. crap you gotta yeah. keep them going I mean, maybe
2: it might be good for for a little
1: bit <laughs>
2: <laughs> but then i'll get you out in a minute right sure
1: but uh, i think as we're talking like we're talking about discipling loving. your daughter mm-hmm. like the way that you love is gonna be important and not just always trying to fix it well, and, and I, trying and to yep, make, the back and, and forth with motherhood not is
0: not we have to work hard and not letting them pull us in mm-hmm. and and engaging right. in that emotional back and forth. That's you know? true. Like yeah. it's
2: can we talk you, about that I mean, before? <laughs> we were like, I'm sorry, why am I acting like the sixth but grade exactly, girl right now? I am forty something. Exactly. You can continue acting like that as the whatever, but I'm going act like I'm forty. <laughs> we're gonna
0: take just a minute. <laughs> And take a deep breath, and I'm going to remember everything I've learned over my the last age. 30 years. It's because women are teenage, teenage
1: girls, girls. I'm 71. <laughs> oh, we're just always teenage girls in yeah. adult bodies. We really are, but sometimes. we don't help for sure. <laughs> so, we we
0: don't always help them or us. And, but I think of that when knowing we're believers by our love. My love has grown in leaps and bounds over the years, so mm-hmm. I can love you even when you're hurting me. Yeah, that's right. what I'm truly showing the cross. Mm-hmm. Is not yeah. when I'm loving you when you're loving me well. Right. It's when you're not, when you're being hurtful. As do my they know daughter how to love well in things. junior
2: high and high school? I'm probably probably not sure. Thank you, Brittany. It's selfish It's a selfish
0: love for sure. Well, one, what do. one, we have to, like, we've been talking, which is awesome. We got to kind of wrap it up, but like a nugget, what would you leave us with, Brittany? Like, if you want to leave us, you're like, what? That's a surprise question. No, no, but like a nugget, if you want to say, hey, parents, this is what you can keep your eye out for your girls, or this is what I would encourage you to do right now for your girls. Like, what is there something you can tell us, just
1: something they can leave with? One thing that you could do for your girls is, like, speak truth over them of, like, who God says they are, not necessarily who you want them to be or who you see them to be, but, like, be their biggest cheerleader in who God has made them instead of, like, Mm like, what you want them to be. I know, like, a lot of times as women, we're like, oh, I want them to be a volleyball player because I was a volleyball player or because I wanted to be a volleyball player. But I think... I want them to wear
0: their makeup this way. Right, yeah, like, the perception of,
1: like, just celebrate who God says they are and mm-hmm. go back to Scripture in that, um, and go back to Scripture with your daughter in that, not just, like, oh, well, God says you're fearfully and wonderfully made, but, like, show them in Scripture where that is and... Um, like speak that over them and help them navigate these conversations of like them because teenagers are figuring out who they are and what they want to be and who they want to be. But ultimately, if we could point them back to who God has made them to be and who God wants them to be, then step in that gap. Um, I think that would be. Man, I I believe that teenage girls can change the world. I think middle schoolers can change the world. Yes, and I tell them that often. And so I, I think that if they could. Get out of their heads and you know mm-hmm. set their minds on Scripture and learn how to do that as a teenager. Man, how powerful of awesome people could we have like now as yes. teenagers, but also in the future to come. And so, I love yeah. that. That's a great way to end things right there. Oh, you did a great job. That was a wonderful nugget.
0: Pray <laughs> <I> over <told laughs> your kids. Talk to your kids. sit in the Bible and mm-hmm. talk to them about who yeah. God is calling them and wanting them to be. Who He made yeah. them be in His image, not in my image. My daughter's not right. made in my image, but she's made <laughs> in for me. Thank goodness. No, I, I know that's what I'm saying. I don't know if I want sure. that. No, I don't. Yeah. I'm thankful I'm that s- the Lord has made you in. It's well, it's funny. we say we don't want it. I'm not so sure we always really act like that, but yes, yeah, yeah. Right. you know what I'm saying. We mm-hmm. say we don't
2: want that, but I'm not sure we all. I even like the speaking, wrong. like you said, the speaking yeah. over them, mm-hmm. for them to hear it come from us who yeah. they think we are so vile or that we are the meanest mom in the world. But I remember
1: even notes that my mom would write, like she would write notes in my lunch even when I would pack my own so lunch she'd sneak them in but like for her to have written them down even if I knew we were fighting and she annoyed me that day like at least I knew okay she's still yeah I mean, I that me I'm me and whatever forgot about the notes and the yeah. lunch boxes that's good but to have it written like I think sometimes we just assume oh I know they love me yeah but do you actually say it and mm-hmm. is it do that's they good. know mm-hmm. do they know you
0: know yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Brittany. Hey, this has been for wonderful to, nice. have honor have, to have you. What an audience. I've enjoyed be this a very much, guest. <laughs> yes. Ooh. We were great to have you on. Um, we, we have a little more than three listening now, but still. <laughs> That's kind of our running joke. We have people listening to the podcast. <laughs> all three. And they're of you. all three right here. <laughs> if I go back
2: and listen. That's right. right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening to our Noisy Narratives podcast for today. And until next time, we will talk to you later. This is Noisy Narratives out. Thank you.